We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We worship you, our God. We worship you, Jesus. We exalt your holy name. We bless you tonight. Father, I thank you. I thank you for all your help me even tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But I thank you for every of our brethren that is online, the ones that are offering me that are yet to join. Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much. I thank you for everyone. Thank you for you know, for raising this peace, this company. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your hand over everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for shining light over us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because you are going to shine light again. Thank you, Jesus, for this night. Thank you for the mercy that we have received and we are going to receive even tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You said in your word that we should come boldly to the throne of grace so that we can obtain mercy. Thank you for the obtain of the mercy we are going to obtain again. Thank you, Alpha. We give you praise. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I ask that you lead this meeting, even from beginning to the end. Direct my tongue. Put the right words in my mouth. In the name of Jesus, everything that is to this, that is ought to be said, even from the book, under our pastors, under our parents, under even the grace that you bestowed upon our pastor, Pastor Mika, who wrote this book. Lord, you would, you would, you release this grace in the name of Jesus to be able to teach and communicate that which is in your mind, even to your people. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody says what? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Good evening once again. Um, I'd like to welcome everyone. Is it because um, we have gone for a while now? So, yeah, maybe some people are yet to, are yet to come back from the holiday. Right, Minister Wesley? Good evening, sir. I don't know, sir. You can wait for yourself. Yeah. No problem. I'm very sure everyone is still one way or the other. Trying to always hit Jesus. Yeah, so um tunnel judgment. So far so good. Um, I'd like to start by you know appreciating my pastors. You know, that have given me the privilege to be here tonight. You know, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, Pastor Bukumi, you know, and I count it a great privilege to be serving alongside with them in Canada. And even here, I appreciate every one of you for also joining, laboring, co laboring together with us to see the house of the Lord built, even in Canada. The Lord will bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So um since Wesley, you are you are you are muted, we'll be doing this together. 
we have been doing it together for for some time now. So we will not be weary in well doing. Happy to help out, sir. Thank you very much. So, um, but before I go on, I would like to ask us a question. What, where did we stop? And what have we learned so far? I just want maybe one or two persons to just say something. What you've learned yeah, is what you, you can go back to your notes quickly and quickly look at some of the things that were striking to you. It's not going to be counted against any of us to just quickly revise again and say, oh, this is what blessed me or this is where you remember that we stopped. Because I'm trying to even figure out where did I stop? So who can help us? Anyone? <laughs> quickly. Um, Pastor, I... Go ahead. I think we stopped at, um, I hope I'm correct, but I think we stopped at the, the, law, the law of conscience. Okay. Yeah, I think that's where we ended um, how, um, how the, the kind of light you use can, you know, um, build your conscience. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I think. I believe that is around that side that we stopped. Okay. Okay. You want to share with us anything that blessed you around this? Or it's not, you don't have to if you don't set out to think like I put it on the spot. Um, for me, it was... Uh, I can remember very well. I think it was... Um, you you were saying or you know you taught us through uh message of god that um i'm just i'm just trying to remember so romans for example romans chapter two that we were looking at yeah um chapter two verse one when it says uh that was in a fusive woman uh, so you were you were showing us that there is uh, something called um, white throne judgment. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, there was a way you explained it that that white throne judgment is a judgment for the filthy, for the unrighteous, for the unbeliever, as we saw in chapter twenty-two of Revelation. Yes, and you and you and you said how. How um, at that point, when you stand before a judge, is not um, is not the point where you're trying to you know argue your case, or it's not a point where you're trying to you know say what you did or what you didn't do or what you would have done well or what you wouldn't have done. You know, um, it's not a point where you argue your case. That at that point is where they see you for who you are. Is either the example you use is um, you know the throne is called the white throne judgment. So it's either you are white mm-hmm. or you are black in the in case of the um, and this garment you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the garment that the soul wears, as we saw in Romans chapter two, when it says um, when it was talking about tribulation and anguish upon every soul mm-hmm. of man. 
the words good. And but verse 10, it says, Glory, honor, and peace to every man. But you said that every man is every soul mm-hmm. of man that worketh good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were just showing us how uh it's the operation of the Lord God that giveth them light. Mm-hmm. And that operation of the Lord God is not God Himself. Mm-hmm. but the Lord God and that the operation of the Lord God is that he builds, you know, mm-hmm. it's light the time that gives you and the usage of that light is what you used to become, um, is what you used to um, stand mm-hmm. right in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people that don't use that light, they will be judged according to it because we were seeing in Romans chapter 2 that he would render to every man mm. as his deeds shall be and mm. that them who by, who by patient continuance in well doing mm. is when they do well they seek for glory on and immortality he will give them eternal mm. life because in that same Revelation chapter 2 we saw that he says that um, he says um, my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be so yeah so it's just uh but i guess where we ended really is um since the operation of the lord god is to give them light i think you were trying to also show that what's what's really what's really that we are what really is happening to us is that the light that they're giving us is able to raise our conscience you know and that that is what we would show at Mm -hmm. the end because he says that every man will be judged. He says in the day, Romans chapter 2, verse 16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. And we're seeing that that secret of men is things that are written in the conscience. So depending on how you use them and how you don't use them, you will be judged according to them. I'm so sorry. I was, I was just all over the place, sir. But yes, sir, that's what... Um, I know all over the place, sir. I'm even teaching it very... As you are saying it very well and so clearly. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, so I quickly want to, since that we are at this point, uh, maybe I can allow one more person to say anything if you feel, if you have anything you want to hard or anything that blessed you, or where you felt we stopped, kicks there. Is there anyone more person? Hello, sir. Good, good evening, sir. Um, I think just to, um, I guess, piggyback or just add on to the aspect of the conscience and the law of the conscience, kind of like what you were talking about. Um, I think pretty much what you were trying to get at was um, there are some people that pretty much, obviously, those that were without the law, even somewhere in Romans that said that, um, they that were without the law also had the law unto themselves, something something like that. But pretty much there's um judgment according to conscience. So I'm sure different sides of the conscience in the sense that the conscience can also be upgraded or degraded by time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we generally with um with man, obviously we've seen that part time conscience has been seared. Um mm-hmm. But I know you also gave an example with um with Cain, something like Cain, like the disobedience of Cain. You know, yeah. Despite how someone that can be in presence 
you know, can still kill the conscience and things like that. So, um, but I think somewhere you kind of ended speaking about our age and where we are now in this time, the world that is prevailing, especially in these times, that the judgment obviously has upgraded. It's not there's by the word now and then obviously by the word of righteousness and by the standards of um of Christ and by God's grace everlasting life. That's mm-hmm. what will be used to judge men in these days. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I think I did the answer. You raised up your hand, right? Thank you, Dan. Or is it the Gigi that just spoke? Good evening, sir. Um, okay. Yes, I raised up my hand. Um, I was just looking at my notes, and I think, I believe we we kind of just, we kind of went through um, everything under the wise throne judgment. So we stopped yeah. right at the end of the wise throne judgment. Yeah. So, um, like, from what I understand or what I understood, like, eternal judgments, mm-hmm. right, will be categorized into two two categories of people that have lived on earth, judgment for the righteous and for the unrighteous. So the white throne judgment is like um, focused on the unrighteous, right? So um, the first one, sorry. Yeah, the white throne judgment, you said it's a deeds judgment or a judgment of deeds um, and it's based on your works and not what you say right uh, so you're going to be standing before god with your deeds mm-hmm. and um so every every righteousness that um as wesley said that somebody does is like a garment that you're mm-hmm. sewing by your soul and so whatever mm-hmm. you have dressed in your soul as you mm-hmm. appear before god is what you're going to be judged with mm-hmm. um and then the law of the so under the white throne judgment, um, people will be judged. It's categorized into two categories, the law of conscience and the law of Moses. Sorry, three rather, law of conscience, law of Moses, and by the gospel. So law of conscience, you said, or you explained that for those who were here before the law of Moses. Um, and the law of, um, the, the conscience is a law that God put in every man. Yeah. Right. So every man will be judged according to that law. And um, you gave an example using, as Daniel said, using when Cain killed um, Abel, that his yeah. conscience was still very active even after committing mm-hmm. that um, that sin because he could hear God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the law of Moses is is for the basically the children of Israel, um, mm-hmm. the Israelites who were there during the time of Moses. Um, they will be judged according to the law that God brought to them through mm-hmm. Moses. Um, but those who, like those, um, let's say non-Israelites, yeah. before the gospel, will yeah. still be judged by the law of conscience. Mm-hmm. And then finally, by the gospel is for those who were on earth during like these times now that the gospel is around. Um, whether they accepted it or not, they will be judged by it. So that Second Thessalonians 1 verse 7 to 9 emphasizes that um, refusing, I think it says, verse 8 says, taking vengeance on them that know not God. So we see here that ignorance will not be an excuse. Yes, and then, and that will be not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So just knowing the gospel is not enough, mm-hmm. we also need to obey. 
Okay. And that's kind of like where we stopped. Honestly. So I believe the judgment seat of Christ is now focused on judgment for the righteous. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I also touched the judgment seat of Christ, right? Yeah, it, it beats, but it, like, it was towards the end. Was, of the yeah. So we kind of like introduced it. It's okay, yeah. because I know that I marked it as probably where I stopped. But I now saw that I, there's another place, I, maybe because I've used this note for speech. So it's always like confusing me. So that's yeah. why I'm like, wow. So I, because I also felt like I thought about the gospel, I really, really felt We were just said now, justify that I got there. Yeah, for everyone that probably have forgotten, you've really helped us so much, Aditya. Thank you so much, Andre. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. I'm very sure that every one of us understand what our sister said, John said. Yeah, so she has helped us a lot with those um, points. So I don't think I need to go back there again, right? Wesley, do you think I need to go back? Uh, I don't think so, sir. I think so, too, you know. I think with that, you know, as in that message is clear. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, so um, based on... So now we've, we are where we call the two types of eternal judgment. So... And when the one, the first one is white throne judgment, and then the second one is the judgment seat of Christ. And it was clearly stated that the judgment, the white throne judgment, is you know, is for is a judgment seat of punishment where the ungodly will be judged. So the ungodly includes the unjust, wicked, righteous, and the unbelievers who disobeyed the law of God spelled out for for them according to their dispensation. So those dispensations are what Egyptian uh, just spoke about. This dispensation before the law of Moses, and then during the law of Moses, and then the gospel. So when the gospel came, it came to some people called the Jew first, and then on to the Gentiles. You know, so first the Jew, second the Gentiles, and then the Bible talks about the Gentiles that by the reason of obedience, they became law to themselves, even though they didn't have the law of Moses, but they had the law of the spirit of life and they were able to live by the gospel. And then, you know, I think all of those is very clear. That, that makes it very clear to us that the way they would judge every dispensation is different from but the way they will judge each dispensation is different from how they will judge. So on a general scale, there is, you know, on a general scale or on a large scale, let me say like on a large scale, there will be different judgment for different people based on the law that they were under in their dispensation. So I'm very sure it's clear. So the second part is the judgment seats of Christ. So for this judgment seat of Christ, we'll look at Romans 14, verse 10, and then we'll look at 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10 to 11. Uh, Wesley, maybe you just read for me. Romans 14, verse 10, 
and then we'll cast second for the chance. I saw it five. So. so Romans 14 verse 10 reads, yeah. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at north thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. This is to establish that there is a seat called seat of Christ. That is a judgment seat. You know, so there is a seat that is a judgment. So he said, so this is talking to brethren. So you, if you hear here, if you see here, you could see that verse 10 says, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Thy brother here is your brethren. Says, Lord, wild west, thou set at not thy brother, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So, meaning that I should not have a kind of judgmental heart, you know, against my brother. No matter what, you know, it's a very difficult place to be able. Because in the scheme of things, there are things that are not really, really clear to some of us. You know, but let's continue. Second Corinthians 5 verse. 10 to be clear as we, as we go on. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. For mm -hmm. we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Okay. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. Okay. So Paul in his epistle, in the epistle of the believers in Rome and Corinth, states that God would also bring all believers to the judgment seat of Christ. For we believers, including Paul, must all appear so before the judgment seat of Christ, so we must all appear. This verse says, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. It says, and I trust also, are made manifest in your conscience. So, Meaning that whatever you are made manifest unto God, you are also made manifest in the conscience of your brethren or of believers or men, you know. So they manifest, they say, but we are made manifest unto God. Meaning that there is a, we can say it in two ways, right? or I can say it in two ways. There is a manifestation, there is a manifest to God that is you know, when the Bible says all things are bare and naked before the eyes of whom we have to do, meaning that the eyes of the world is, a, is an extra of men. Yes, sir. Amen. So the eyes of the Lord gets to part where man, you know, the Bible call, he says, when he was talking about, I think he's in Hebrews 5, Verse 12, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Hebrews 4 or 3, I think. Is it 3? Okay. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, read for me. Verse 3. I think verse 13. Yeah, I think this is it. Neither is there any 
creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. You know, so these are the realms of manifestation, or let me say it like this. These are the manifest realm. Amen. Does it make any sense? Yes, sir. Does. So, you know, Bible English is different from normal English. You know, so it's just, you know, so you could see that it says, it said, it said piercing even to the dividing asunder. So there is what is called the dividing asunder of the soul. Meaning that there are compartments in the soul and spirits that are well hidden. They are well divided. But the word of God can go through that realm. Right? Yes, sir. Meaning that anywhere the word of God can get to, the eyes of the Lord can get there. Mm -hmm. So, and of the joints. So, they are joints, they are marrow. So, they call it joints and marrow. And a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. See, this joint and marrow is not just your body joints. It's not your marrow joint. You can use it for that. But your soul and your spirit has what is called joint. It has marrow. Hmm. That it would take God's eyes to see. So, meaning that the, the, the places that evil is hidden is, 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 is a far place to be reached. Hmm. Yes. So, it's a far reaching joint, it's a far reaching place. You know, have you ever wanted to eat bone? You know, those bones that you, you hold it, you hold one part like this, the second part is your two hand, and then you are, you are squeezing it for it to open. You know, you know what they call vein. You know, there is a vein. We call it a shunk that is holding the bone together. You want to, you want it to cut like the body. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever eaten bone before and then you are trying to drag it? And then, you know, there is something sweet inside that place. And the thing is refusing to come out. <laughs> After a while, you break it. You look for something. Have you ever eaten bone like that before? Yes. I remember and then you eat you are eating bone and then water is coming down for your body, your hand like this, and then that to meet it. You're trying to meet the water by your what do they call this part of your hand that is underneath your your arm. There's a joint around this joint. You know that Elbow. what do you call it? Elbow. Elbow, thank you, my dear. So you see that elbow part, you're trying to use your your mouth to stop it there, you know. Some of you, you are Jebos children, children you understand. <laughs> Some of us that were raised in Pakwals, you know, you just, you have to deal with the bone. It's something. Anybody that has done that before, you are, you can be touched by the feelings of my infirmities, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we are together, you understand. You are Jesus somewhere to me. <laughs> you know that kind of a thing. You know, how many of you have enjoyed bone like that? 
uh, if you have a joyful life, let me see your answer. As is the an enjoyment that cannot be explained via words. You have to experience it. Mm. That's what is called real enjoyment. Mm. <laughs> Uncle Wesley, have you enjoyed bone like that? <laughs> you don't want to tell, you don't want to open yourself up. No, it was my boss. So that speech speech sister will not say, ah, this guy. <laughs> no, sir. I'm not a judge like that, too, sir. Yeah, but okay, pastor <laughs> me. Ah, as a family in our old school, anytime, pastor, I respect you, sir. <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> that thing there, it cannot be experienced, sir. It's, it's, it's by experience. It looks like it looks as if the more you dig, the more you want to dig. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You just want to continue, you know, till you get to the to the to the to the marrow. So I um, with that. Little explanation. I don't know, maybe you get it. Like there are some is the deep, is a deep place. Like what Pastor Femi said, he said, you want to dig on because there are things in the bone mm. that are there. And until you get to that point, that's where things are hidden. So but Paul was advising in the book of Second Corinthians 5 that we are manifest unto God. Like meaning that God is seeing things. And that's why, because of this foundational truths, you must be aware that God's size is reaching to the place that are secretive to every man. Meaning that there are places that are hidden to men, even that you don't even know that are there, that are there. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to expose ourselves to light. Do you understand? Yeah, that's what it makes a man to be meek and humble. A meek man or an humble man will always want to say, oh, we want to take a place whereby not a place of certainty, even though he is certain, but yet he will still take a position and a posture of meekness. Mm. And so that's what Paul was trying to say. So because we are going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ, you know, uh, let me even ask a question, uh, uh, Wesley. Is it as in who can stand even before Jesus? Like who can really stand and say, oh, all that Jesus had done, I did it and I did it times two and I'm even better. Huh. Like we won't stand that, you know, one third of the things that Jesus went through in a very short period of time. How many of us have been subject to that kind of, you know, whatever? You get what I'm trying to say. So, so you see, it's appearing before his throne or his judgment is has to deal with all reverence and humility and fear, anything we can call it. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because, amen. 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 So the judgment seat of Christ is a place of reward based on what we believers have done in the flesh. So it's not all only, it's not only that it will judge you like, oh, uh, you are going well or something. So appearing before him 
is for 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 reward actually you know so it's like you are coming before him to be rewarded based on the fact that you have lived a prescribed life according to his gospel so every prescription that jesus was is giving to you in the flesh you lived it out or you took it and mm. then you used it amen amen so he said the judgment seat of christ is the place of reward based on what we believers believe have done in the flesh is our bodies so this this shows that we we that that what we use our body for either for sin unto death or righteousness unto life matters so the reward of the following the reward of the following oh sorry the reward of following the holy spirit instruction is not only because of the present but also for that day. So you, you, you hear what I just said. So the word of following the Holy Spirit's instruction is what? It's not for just the present. It's also for that day, for the day of judgment. The document for the judgment is according to what is revealed to everyone by the gospel. Mm -hmm. So what is the document of the judgment? It is what is revealed to us. We can also say it like that the document of the judgment is that person sitting on that judgment seat? Hmm. Do you understand? So the document, the record of that judgment is, is that man. Yes. Sir. So that man is the judgment. That is why it is very, it is very, um, it is going to be very, you know, the way over time I've visioned this thing as a result of plenty teachings is this, is that I've seen it like there is no way when you appear before Jesus, you are not going to need to explain anything. Hmm. There is no need because you are seeing that man is the law of liberty, is the mirror that we are meant to look at all through our stay on it or to carry his image. Right? So yeah. the more you look at it, the more you are changing to his image by the Spirit. So, but by the time you appear before him, Paul, John said something. He said, when he shall appear, they will look at like him, right? So he said, yes. you will look exactly like the way he's looking like. So when you appear before him too, is the same thing. So his appearance is not going to be a mistake. He's not going to, because he would already be appearing because the Bible already said by the revelation, he says his appearance by his revelation. There will be there's going to be an appearance that comes as a result of his revelation. The scripture. Uh, I can't remember where exactly it is right now, but okay. He says, Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doeth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him. As he is, you see the same as he is, his revelation. Because this appearance is not physical appearance. Do you understand? This appearance, it be, the beloved, now we are sons of God, right? And it do not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that. So as a result of knowledge, we know that there will still be appearances. 
So as a result of this appearance, we will be like him, exactly like him. So we know what the appearance of Jesus will do to us anytime he appears to us. Hmm. Anytime he appears to us, he will make us like him. Hmm. Yes, sir. So every time you see Jesus, you are in a meeting, you are seeing Jesus, then know that conversion is already taking place. Amen. So you understand. So that's what is called the ministry of change. So that appearance is to change us. He said, for we shall see him, even as he is. So meaning that when you are now appear before him, he's not going to be your, the ultimate appearance of his judgments. It's not going to be uh, second guessing. You are not second guessing. You have already, he has already been appearing. So your hmm. appearance before him is just like, sorry to use this word, handshake. That's what it's supposed to be, right? But also, those that have also received this light, received it in unrighteousness, you know that the Bible says they held the truth in unrighteousness, meaning that it is possible to hold truth in unrighteousness. It is very possible. Let's see it. Romans 1. Romans 1, yes. In from verse 20. Yeah, show me the place now. Pastor Daniel, waiting for you. Okay, you want me to go to my Bible? Oh, yeah, I am. Wesley, go. Okay, Romans 1, verse 18. Thank you. Yeah. Romans 1, verse 18. Yeah. Yes, it says, uh, okay, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven okay. against all ungodliness and oh. unrighteousness of men. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. unrighteousness? You know, the day I, you know, I used to read this place and see if these guys are just ungodly guys. Hmm. Do you understand? I used to just read it and find just ungodly guys. So that's why they are. But one day I just paused and said, ah. I was just reading it and this place dawned on me. Held the old truth. Which truth? Hmm. Do you understand? This is the truth in unrighteousness. He said, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth, the truth in mm. unrighteousness. Meaning that this man knows the truth. Yes. They hold it. They've laid hold on the truth, but they are not using it to live. Do mm. you understand? So this is, this is what Paul calls shame. Meaning that they are ashamed of the gospel. Mm. They are ashamed of because if you read verse 17, he was saying that he is not ashamed of the gospel. Yeah. Right? See verse 16, sorry. Verse yes. 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Therefore, it is the power of God unto salvation. For to every man, to everyone who be that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. So this re revealed righteousness is what these guys held in unrighteousness. Hmm. Do you understand? So this revealed righteousness, they said, wherein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. This revealed righteousness is the truth. Yes. This is the truth of the gospel. This is the truth of God. Because when the righteousness of God is revealed, the truth of God is what reveals God's righteousness. 
Mm. No matter the level of truth it is, because every righteousness is true. Every righteousness in God is true. Amen. 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 They held the truth in unrighteousness. Read, let's read verse 19. Do you want me to read, sir? Yes, please. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in, in them. them. You heard this word. Yes. Is it, this is strong. You know, when you look at it at times, you're just like, ah, what is he saying? Is he contradicting himself? This is very, that's why when you stand, the people that will stand before the judgment seat of Christ is a form of, of kind of torment too. Hmm. Because when you stand before Christ and you see him, you know, the Bible says it in the book of Revelations 1, where he's talk about that, those that pierce him. Yeah. So it's also a thing that when you stand before Jesus and you have you have held all the things that is supposed to be of God or things known of God, he said, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had shown it to them. This one says showed it unto them, meaning that they had revelation. Hmm. They saw something. But yes. yet they Decided to disobey that light. Or we can say it like they were ashamed of that light. Does it make any sense? Yes, sir. So let's see that Revelation 1. And then we can come back here and read verse 20. But let's see that Revelation 1. Revelation 1, 7? Yes, 7. Behold, he comes with the cloud. Behold, he cometh with clouds, oh. and every eye shall see him. See him. Yeah. And they yeah. also which pierced him, and mm -hmm. all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Meaning that this thing will definitely happen. Mm. That word, amen. Meaning that, you know, it's his soul. That's why it's even so. It is so. But this one is that when he's coming, this one is he's coming with clouds, with mm. witnesses. Yes, sir. But also, when we appear before him, I'm just using this as like, you know, it, there will be something, that the way I find it in my spirit, is that when you are seeing him, and you know that all that is supposed to be called God was revealed to you. Mm. You understand? And then you saw that man there's no way you will not cry. It's just a, and it's an, it's an, it's an everlasting thing. Hey. That memory would torment that soul forever. That's a torment in itself. That I had the opportunity, I had everything it takes, attend fellowship. I did, you know, you know, you don't know what it is. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say. And then, you know, and you now saw who you are supposed to be. In all his regalia, glory, and all of that. You know, may, that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But at the same time, it is also going to be a day of some kind of joy that is also not explainable. Because that is the day that you are being finally sealed. That is the day you will see your manuscript. That is the day you will see who you are really became. 
Do you know that the more you learn Christ and God and all of those things, the more meeker and lonely and all of that you become, the more you don't even know, the more you, you feel less of a person. Let me not use that word. Like the more you cannot really see yourself anymore. Like you always feel that you are not, that you still need to level up. You know, a godly man or a, a meek man, you know, a, 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 a God-natured man, that God is walking divine nature in, is always down and looking for God and wanting God more. So you will never for once be able to, the more you go upset, the lower you become. Yes. Thank you, sir. Does it make sense? Like, yes, if, if then you start seeing yourself, ah, oh, mom, ah, all right. Ah, oh, mom, see me. See, as I did glorious. Just know that that day is the beginning of your fall. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that. Even if you begin to like that, bring that thought to you. Just immediately begin to tell yourself, I know that I'm not, Lord, I delete it. Lord, you are all not kind of a thing. You have to fight it. The warfare. Yes, sir. Does it make sense? Sir? Yes, sir. But that day, they will give us the privilege to see himself on the show. I'm sorry. I think you're you're breaking. Amen. Am Amen. I seeing? Yes, sir. Wow. Amen. Amen. Can we all hear me, amen? My internet is showing that it's fine. Amen. 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 Is it clear now? You go right. I will cross red light. You can turn right on red. Is it clear now? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. I think it's for me whatever. If the admin can help us, okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, I think it's better now, right? Yes, it is. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So the document for the judgment is according to what is revealed to everyone by the gospel. So the gospel itself, it is an holistic um, document or record. A record of of God, Father, and then the Son. Or we can say God, the Son, and then Christ. Right? Mm-hmm. Just looking at that, um, Colossians 2, from verse 1. Maybe, maybe I'll just quickly look at it. Yes, sir. Uh, so read for me, verse 1 and 2. Okay, it says... Um... For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, be knit together in love and all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God mm. and of the Father mm. and of Christ. So all of these mysteries, these three mysteries, are the document of the gospel. Yes, sir. So this is the document of the gospel. So when a man has the understanding of all of this, 
then that man is has been decked hmm. by the gospel. This is who Jesus is on the throne. You understand me now? Yes, sir. So when a man appears with all this record in their soul, then a man can say, ah, you cannot even say it until you appear. When you now begin to compare, when you see the man, you can see the stones that that man is made of. Right? So all this mystery of God, mystery of the Father, and then of Christ, that three stones that make Christ. Hmm. How do I know? We can see it in the book of is this Second John. Let's see that Second John verse. Second John verse nine. Yes, yes. It says, "Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, doctrine of Christ, hath not God, hath not God, and he abideth in the doctrine of Christ." He had both the Father and the Son. So this doctrine of Christ is a higher level of the doctrine. It is a higher level from the elementary principle of the doctrine of Christ. Yes, sir. So this is a higher level. So it means that this Christ here has all of the doctrine. Mm -hmm. He has both Father and Son. And then he has foundation. Hmm. Right? So this is the document, you see, scripture comparing scripture. Verse 10, let's just read verse 10 and see something there. He said, if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, doctrine. receive, receive not, not into, into your house. house, neither, read on, neither bid him God's speed. You see, because anybody that doesn't bring this record, would not allow us to enter into the fullness. Amen. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. So this is very key to our to our learning. You know, all of the things. That's why Paul is telling us that there are some people that you don't even company with at this level. Yes. Do you understand? Because mm. they will slow you down. Mm. <laughs> He said, you should not receive them into your house. Your house is your temple. Your house yeah. is your, your tabernacle. You know, yeah. And it can also be your physical house. Any which way, any appearance, any shape, <laughs> that spirit comes. You must, you must not allow it. Mm. Amen. Amen. So you see, it says, it says says, whosoever transgressed and abided not in the doctrine of Christ, art not God. That's the first one, God. Right? He that abided not in the doctrine of Christ, said it again. Say, art not, art, he, he, he that abided in the doctrine of Christ, now said it in another way. Say, he had both the Father and the Son. Colossians told us about the acknowledgement, the assurance of that, you know, understanding. Yes, he said, assure the full assurance. He said, unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of what the mystery of God, mystery of the Father, then the mystery of, of Christ. So, this, are, this is what is the gospel of Christ custode. Hmm. So, there is no man that will appear before the judgment seat of Christ with all of this. 
This is an assurance in itself. When you stand before Christ, there is no way you can appear before him. When you look at him and they look at you, that's what they want to see, actually. Hmm. Do you understand me? Now, yes, the question sir. is now that, so those that doesn't have all of these things, how will they be? Praise God. Hallelujah. Sorry, are we, I hope all of us we are in church this afternoon because I notice that any time we get to enter some people's space, just find out that we are trying. Praise God. Yeah. So, Uncle Wesley, have you gone? You left me alone. Oh, no, sir. I think I was mistakenly muted. No, I'm here, sir. Oh, okay. Okay, so so the question is, I'm asking the question now. So those that doesn't have the full assurance mm. of understanding, mm-hmm. how would it be? Mm. Or when they stand before the judgment seat of God, how would it be? What would happen? Is there going to be a reward for them? No, sir. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wesley, you don't even pity them at all. You don't pity them. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, Susha. I don't know. I, I uh, think... uh, I'm sorry, I don't know, sir. No, no, no. <laughs> As in, I don't know what to do. But you know, Jesus said something. There was a time one of our pastors ministered something in Nigeria that blessed me. He said something and I never forgot it. Because I never forget, I never forget. You know, the 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 thing he said there was that Jesus, when he was talking about the fact that people who was fed, who fed him, well, when he was in prison, yes, in prison, when he was hungry, yes, when he was okay, when he was. You know, all of those things. You know yes. that. So, you know, Jesus was now, the man was now saying something. That, that Jesus, what Jesus actually meant there was, uh, he was talking about our soul. Hmm. Because he now made an example that, is it the people that were hungry, that Jesus was saying that you fed or something. Because even Jesus said it, that the poor would always have. Right, and those mm-hmm. are that because if it, if we say that is it, there are those that were doing charity up and down. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Maybe they are the one that Jesus said they should enter into the sure. to the rest of their God or something. Yes, Daniel, can you help me look for that place so that we can read it? Is in the synoptic gospel, okay, Matthew 7 and one. Reach for me, Wesley. Matthew 7. Yeah. 
I don't know. Is it this place? No. Is I I think you're talking about um. Where is it? We are paying. When when I was hungry. Twenty twenty-seven. Matthew twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-five. My bad. Matthew twenty-five. Sorry. Verse okay. um. No problem. Go ahead. Verse forty-two. Okay. Well, I'll start from verse 41, sir. Nope. It says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his, yeah. angel. his angel. For I was an hungry, and ye gave me no meat. Mm. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. Mm. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, mm. and ye clothed me not sick and in prison and he visited me not mm -hmm. then they also answer him saying lord when saw we thee and hungry or a thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee then shall he answer them saying verily i say unto you inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these he did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, mm -hmm. but righteous into life eternal. So let's see. Let's see. Go back to that 40, 40, 40. Let's see 40. 40. 40. Okay. It says, and the king shall answer and say unto them, mm -hmm. verily I say unto you, in as yeah, continue. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. So what is my brethren? The, this list of my brethren. Hmm. What makes us brethren? You know, that brethren, first of all, is from the, is, we can look at it from let let me just say from it you know from the spirit one right we can look at it from the our spirits being one yes being one spirit that made us all one so the reason why i'm your brother is because we share the same spirit which is the christ spirit yes sir so we we have christ you know our spirit is christ and then our soul. So what is this saying that they should do to these people? Clothes, right? Clothes. So what are they going to clothe? Is it your spirit or your soul? Soul. What are they going to feed? Soul. Let's look at verse 41 now. It says, Then shall he say unto them on the left hand. On the left hand. Depart from me, ye cursed. Into everlasting fire, mm -hmm. prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was an hunger, and ye gave me no meat. So hold on there, uh, Wesley. So it means that this thing is very important to Jesus. Hmm. So you saw Jesus appear to Peter and said to him, he said, you heard him say it, he said, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep, yes. After feed my lamb. Hmm. So meaning that that feeding thing, 
And when he said sheep, 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 those are brethren. Yes, sir. But Paul now made us made it clearer when he was speaking to Timothy. He said, save yourself first hmm. so that you'll be able to save others. I hear you. Meaning that my salvation is tied to other salvation. Hmm. So you have to tie all the scripture. Everything must be tied very correctly because people will start ministry on top of this one. Mm. You know, a lot of people started ministry. They just started running. Hey, I need to eat God's sheep. <laughs> but don't forget that Peter went through a process before yes. he can even begin to really, really feed. Hmm. Do you understand? Paul yes, was in Arabia for 14 years. Yes, sir. But yet, you know that even God, Paul would not have died, but if he had died in the middle of seeing himself, being saved, God will have adopted him into everlasting life. Oh, sorry, eternal life. Mm. Do you understand me? Mm, so it's yeah. not been that uh, because he didn't go and preach throughout the whole earth. Mm. Because one soul to God is very, very important. You see, even when Jesus was leaving the earth, the Bible says he was just, um, I think he was in 500 brethren or 120 of them. I know 120 was at the upper room. Then 500 brethren gathered when he was taken. Yes. So that, those people that gathered while he was taken, there were 500. But even at the upper room, we had that it was just 120 of them. Hmm. And then he was seated before the throne. I was just one man. And by the time he was even praying his last prayer, he said, all that you have given me, I didn't lose one. Save just one, which is the son of perdition, which is, you know, so he was talking about Judas there. Yes, sir. Is it making sense? Yes, sir. Praise yes, sir. Hallelujah. So you could see that even at that point in time, you could see that Jesus was, was just having maybe 11 of his disciples that he had shown the things of God. But yet he was fully, fully saved, assured. Hmm. Do you understand? So, and then, because God knows that even that is salvation, sitting beside him, he can make proper atonement for the remaining. Yes. Do you understand? So his prayers at that point, is even where Jesus is now, is more effective than his, 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 his work on the earth. Yes, yes, sir. Do you understand? Hey, the days of his flesh is as important as he's sitting right now, but he's sitting right now. Every prayer he renders, and that's why we are not locked out of this salvation, if not for his position in the spirit. Mm. So, Amen. you know, there's a place where Jesus stands. Or there's a place where Jesus is standing right now. We can also say there's a place where Jesus is sitting. Mm. You see that position alone? Eh? Yes. It pleases God. You understand what I'm trying to say? So everything Satan is doing doesn't make any... That man is a, he's already a sign to God that the many men are coming to glory. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? So that's already something in the spirit. So one man alone, the salvation of one man is very key. Bible says that when it's one soul, is right. right. Amen. I think I've been able to watch that point very well. Let's go on. The judgment... 
Does this make sense, right? The last thing I said. You know? Yes, sir. So we now know how we give Jesus drink. We know how we give him meat. He said, for I was hungered, and the year gave me no meat. Besides, Jesus said, it, he said his meat is to do the will. Meaning that the will is his meat. Let's read verse 43 of this place. It says that I was a stranger, and you took me not in naked. Not in naked, and ye clothed me not. Did you see this? Mm, yes, sir. This stranger here is, is the movement of the soul into the spirit, because that's where the soul is secured. Yes, sir. Right? So, naked here is a sewing of garment for the soul, sick and in prison, yet ye visit me not. So, you see that. That operation, let's see verse 44. Then shall then shall they answer him, saying, Lord, you see, they are clueless of God's of God's will. Wow. Yeah, see don't. So when we when we did, when we did and hungered, when so when saw we did or a test. Stranger. Or a stranger, naked, or sick, or in prison, did we not minister? So these people are carnal believers. Hmm. They are carnal believers. They live by sight. But let's move on from here. May the Lord help us all in Jesus' name. Amen. So the judgment is going to be based on how much revelation of Christ at the level of new commit we have received and how faithful we are. We were obeying them. This seat will also be the revelation of God's terror and severity to his children. So this is going to be to his own children. His children are meant to know his will. That's why Jesus said he was recorded. One of the prayers that every believer must pray on a regular basis is our Father. What in heaven? I love thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I believe that if we pray that prayer so well from our heart, God will begin to reveal his will to us. Mm. You understand? Mm. And that's why Jesus had to say it. You know? And it was recorded. Because they are going to judge us by his will. May we embody this will in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I will be looking at characteristics of the day of judgment. Characteristics of the day of judgment. So let's read from the book of Zephaniah 1, verse 14 to 18. Read from Zephaniah 1, verse 14 to 18. Says, um, sorry, my bad. 14. The great day, okay. The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hasted greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation. A day of darkness and gloom, gloominess, mm. 
a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against defensed cities and against the high towers. And I will bring distress upon men that they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. 18. Neither their, their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy re-dance of all them that dwell in the land. So the day of the Lord. So, so the judgment day of the, of the day of judgment is also called the day of the Lord. Following up things. You know, are the things that characterize that day. Number one thing that characterize that day is that no man or angels or angel knows that day. Now, before I go even into all of these characteristics, just to quickly explain what we saw here. You know, verse 14 says, The great day of the Lord is near. It's near. And it's not greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man shall cry dear bitterly. Verse, verse 15, that day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of cloud and thick darkness. Verse 16, a day of trumpets and alarm against the fenced cities and against the idols. And I will bring distress upon men that they shall work like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their Now go back to 16. It says a day of trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towns. Now, if you if you can hear, so this day of the Lord. Are you there, sir? Yes, sir. So this day of the Lord is not going to be strange to us, right? Mm. We can also say that the day of the Lord is very near, based on what Zephaniah said here, and based on what is happening currently, because God is already trumpeting. Mm. Right? So we can just pick it from there and say, ah, it's the day of his trumpet, you know, and his alarm, you know, all those sound, you know, the day of thunder. Mm -hmm. right so those are God's day. And we can see it already. And mm. This day are very crucial because, as in the days that we are in currently, I'm not lying to you, um, Wesley. These days are very crucial because if men, by the time God finishes sealing men in their forehead, 
you begin to see that there will be movement. They will wrap up this age. Because, and the truth is, I have a feeling that some men are already being sealed. So this is a very crucial time. This is not just the last day anymore. It is the last time. Do you understand? Because right from the day of Jesus, it became the last day. Yes. I think our daddy said in the scheme of things, one of these days, or uh, one of the meetings, he said, it feels we are very close to 12, 12 a.m. Oh. You understand? That's <laughs> it. If you understand in the spirit. So we are very, very close. These are not the days whereby we can, these are the days where we need to hasten. Hey. You know, this day is a, a day of, let's see Joel 2. Let's see Joel 2, verse 1. Are we blessed this evening? I hope, I hope we are blessed though. Yes, sir. Yeah. Joel 2 verse 1 says, Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. So at this time, the Holy Ghost has not come, but Prophet Joel was already singing the day ahead. Hmm. You understand? So, so imagine the the gap between that day and now. You understand? We are already closing up because Holy Ghost had come. So many events has happened. So, but now he said, "Blow the trumpet, blow ye the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in my holy mouth. So let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord coming, for it is near. Verse 2. A day of darkness and of gloominess. So you see the sign of those days. That was all the day of the Lord. Why? Can anybody tell me why the day of the Lord is characterized with darkness? Hmm. Do you have a clue? There is no right or wrong. I just want it to be more. I just want to hear from us. Anyone want to help me? Hi, sir. I'll try. I don't read those. <laughs> okay, please Hi, try. Thank you for trying. So, so the day of darkness, I, I'm, I'm seeing creation like that Genesis. Okay. That the world was full of darkness. I'm not really sure though. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm very grateful. Thank you for speaking. You know, one funny thing. One funny thing is, it was you that I wanted to call. Oh my God! Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Thank you. Okay, Mr. Wesley, you want to help us? Uh, sir. Um, I. And I might be completely off, but uh, um, no, I, okay. I, I just, I just, I think uh, when you say the day of darkness and gloominess is, um, I think I, I, what I'm seeing is at the end, or you know, mm-hmm. the day, or at the end is almost like when they say um, iniquity will abound. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is the love of many who works. Also, yes, when people 
are entering as Daniel chapter 12 will say, say some will arise to shame and everlasting contempt while some would um you know would also arise they'll shine like um the brightness of the firmament and all that but i'm just seeing how some people would a lot of people will be saved while mm-hmm. there also a lot of darkness and mm-hmm. gloominess on the other hand so yes sir so one of the one of the things you are very correct but one of the things that you see that because the Satan knows he can read time because of trumpet and alarm sounding mm-hmm. because of the sound of the thunder. He yes. begins to see, and then he begins to see how so he's beginning to teach a clinch to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And he would he's going to that's the time they have given him. They give it that's a time in which he can show all of his strengths. Because, you know, they have been limiting Satan. Yeah. They have been limiting Satan. So there will be a season because of the fortification that heaven is giving us. And they know that we are, we are being raised enough to yes. combat the enemy and then yeah. to resist all the power of hell. Then they will allow Satan to unleash in all his strength. Mm. So that day will be dark. Mm. It will be a very dark day. So those that are unrighteous will be very, very unrighteous. We are already seeing it in a, you know, like you get, they are coming. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so Satan is also preparing men already. So you see beastly men with ten horns, with seven crowns, you know, all of those things that we heard in the scripture. See, we see beasts rising from the soul of mm. men. So the nature of men will not just be, it will not be to be animalistic and then it will mm. become beastly. So men will be ferocious, they will be fierce, they will be, so those are darkness. The Bible didn't talk, stop with darkness, it's gloominess. Gloominess. It's a day of clouds. You see those clouds are people, hand mm. of Seek darkness. Dark. So people uh, become one. So he said the darkness is not just dark, then it's thick. Mm. So, so you hear that. He said, and as the morning spread upon the mountains, you see that, that those are those are operation of like a dew, you know, the almond dew upon Aaron. You see, so they mm. will be anointed. Uh, Zephaniah call it their fenced cities and then mm. call it high towers. They will resist the trumpet, they will resist the lamb, mm. uh, they will resist all that is called God. Mm. You know, so those are the people. Go back to that Joel too. Are we blessed? I didn't want yes. to emphasize it because I feel I'm I I, I need to rush, but I just have a, a, a witness in my spirit to talk about this thing. He says, are a great people and a strong. You see, there had not been ever the like, neither shall be any more after it. Uh, yes. Yes, of many generations. Let's read on, verse 3. A fire devoured before them. So he began to declare, describe another people. 
Do you, you see, after the darkness, the thick darkness, the whatever. Yes, sir. The the dew upon the mountain, which is the uh, what's it called upon the mountain? He says, uh, yes, the morning spread. He says, as the morning spread upon the mountain, a great people and a strong. Yeah, so that's it. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. There has not been ever like, you know, let me talk like a prophet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither shall there be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Verse 3. It says, the fire devoured before them, and behind them a flame burned. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. Now, the reason why these people were able to arise, it means that God has been sounding, and these people have been hearing the sound. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, it's that day that two people, people in the fullness of, of the strength of their gods, Hmm. you know, they would emerge. And these people are going to be harmless. So meaning that there is nothing hell is going to release that will stop them. Yeah. Do you understand that? Let's read on. Let's read to verse 4 and then we can go back to... So the appearance of them is the appearance of us. This is strength. Yes, sir. The strength... Of you know, it's being strengthened with might, mighty strength. He is the God of war. Do, do you understand? This is the this is this is the operation of everlasting one. Yes. It says, and as us men, so shall they run. But let's let's see the next one, verse five. This is like like the noise of the of chariots on the top of the mountain. Shall they like the noise of the flames of fire that devoured the stubble as a strong people set in battle area like this? So, this man, these are the men that will, this one, are the ones that they have come into the strength of life to obtain eternal life. Mm. These are people that will fight the good, where the good fight of faith in all the strength of everlasting. They will have been so much empowered. They will have won literally two wars here and there. That this last day war will not be will be will be will be something that they also are looking forward to. You know, a lot of us are not like this yet. We are not looking forward to the to the battle. Hmm. Is that because we are just still hitting? Hmm. We are prepared, but there will be a time whereby we are so much fortified. That is our fortification that will call for the battle of the last day. Verse 6. Before their face, the people shall be much pain. Oh, faces. Oh, God, Verse 7. They shall run like mighty men. You see the word mighty here. This is yes. He says they shall climb like men of war. These are war men. This, this, this God of war is not an ordinary God. This is Jesus with a rod. 
So Jesus will have given them rods. Yes, to judge, to judge their enemy at the gate. This is the fulfillment of the prophecy that Jesus said. He said, I will build my church. Hmm. You understand? He said, the gates of hell will not prevail. Meaning that the gates of hell is also a, a place where they will unleash warfare against it, against mankind or humanity. Yes, sir. He says, and they shall march everyone on his ways, and they shall not break their rock. They are so united, so formed. As in, this is, I'm seeing Ephesians, Ephesians 4 here. Mm. These are men that have been built up to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. They have mm. become united in the faith. So every man knows their place and they take it. So the day of the Lord, that last this day, is a beautiful day. It's a day of both beauty and darkness. You understand? It's a day of both, what's the other side of ugliness? You know? But the sign for us, because the day presently is ugly. Yes, so but any man that doesn't understand time and season can begin to look at the the gloominess and all of those things. But the Bible says that day will not catch us on our way because God will already be sounding to us. Let's read on. Let me just continue. Is there no man or angel? Let me read from my notes. Oh, sorry, my, yes, my notes. No man or angel knows the day. Matthew 24, verse 36. The song, Matthew 24, verse 26, you can read for us if you, if you are there. Matthew 24, 36. 36, yeah. Yes, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No. no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. Now, you know, someone asked me this question. It was my daughter, to be precise. I was, we were reading this thing together, and then she was like, oh, why is it that we don't know today? Why is it that God only is one woman thing? So, what me I saw here is that part of the reason why God has kept the day is for salvation's sake. You know, for so many people to also be recruited into this army of the Lord. Hmm. So is his mercy that is still staying the day, at least to a large extent, right? So, and then also so that trumpets can keep sounding. And many can hear that sound and, you know, escape the rot that is going to come. Hmm. So let's see Matthew 24, verse 29. Let's go to 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven. And the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. Okay. So our daddy taught this place one time. So the powers of heaven, we shall be shaken. Uh, you know, we could see here that what's the power of the heavens that will be shaken? So some of it is Satan will fall, actually. Yes, sir. Yeah, Satan will fall. But, you know, this sun darkening, the moon not giving a light, is the light that makes us 
has existed on that for, for years. Yes. But that light will now be much more darkened. You know, the light that man is using to a degree is the, the Bible call it the knowledge of good and evil. It's the good that we have been using. Hmm. Uh, they will release the evil in, the, in its full strength. Just the same way that you said assurance of understanding, full assurance of understanding of evil. Men hmm. will understand evil in its fullness and they will be assured of it. Hmm as the light to use for existence. And they will believe that lie, that lie so much that they will believe that they can use it against God. They can use it to generate another livelihood or another existence outside God. That is the full strength of that tree will be in manifestation. Hmm. Amen. Amen. They say their son is dark. That 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 thing is is, is mm. a great one. And then over the over over us too, you know, we, it's also there's there's a way here that we, could, we are also going to experience some kind of. So if we so you that you are not using the light of this world, then your own light too would would move up. Or would transcend, mm. you know, this season, and the strength of the enemy will go down. Or you know, so because it's going to be either way for the two parties. So one will go into damnation, while the other one will ascend into life. Let's see. So this is not a physical sun. To say the sun and the moon and the star will draw their light. It's not totally going to be physical. But you know, already the sun and the moonlight is already going down. Hmm. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Yes, because men now are not living like a normal human being anymore. People are not living, they are not behaving normal. It's like the sun is scourging more now. Hmm. So it's dark in men's mind. Let's just, you know, let's move on. Let's read that Zephaniah 1 verse 15. It says, that day mm -hmm. is the day of wrath. The day of wrath. A day of trouble and distress. and distress. A day of wasteness and desolation. Okay. A day of darkness and gloominess. A day of clouds and thick darkness. Okay. So we could see here that you know this is this is trouble for the soul, distress for the soul of men, anguish. I don't call it anguish. It's a day of wasteness. We can see it presently. Man has is being wasted by spirits. Evil spirits is wasting men. You know. Yes. Sir. Men have become more desolate. So. You know, like the way they trample on souls. It's like they use it as a basketball. Hey. They, they play men like like sport. Like you know? Yeah. Can move, they can they can they, the the will of man is in the hand of his enemy. Mm. So they move it whithersoever they want it to go. So Man is already concluded in the hand of the enemy. 
the hand of Satan. So, and he's also selling the idea to man that he's, a, he's an animal. He's a beast. That's that's waste. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Yeah, the Bible says many people that shall witness these things, there will be a witness to this life, to a wrong life. You know. Somehow it is well. If I'm the might describe it, the might feel somewhere. It is a darkness. Amen. 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 So let's read. He said, it's a, it is a great day of the Lord. Let's see verse 14 of that same. Chapter. The great day of the Lord is near. It is near. And hasted greatly. <laughs> Even the voice of the day of the Lord. The mighty man shall cry there bitterly. So you hear this. He said, the great day of the Lord. The great day of the Lord. He said, the great day of the Lord is near. It is near. It is near. He said it twice. Hmm. You understand? Then he said it is that greatly, meaning that it's catching up quickly. Is in a haste. Let me use that word. It says, even the voice of the day of the Lord, meaning that the day of the Lord has a voice. Hmm. You understand? He has a voice. He has a he has a speaking. It also has a sound. Yes, sir. Oh, you can see it has a manner. Mm, it has its own. It has its own show. You understand? Mm -hmm. Show of life. Okay. So the mighty man is a shall cry, dear bitterly. You understand? So this cry is not a cry of triumph. It's a bitter cry. Yes, because that day is encompassed with a lot of trouble. Okay, so it will be a day of trouble, distress, wastes, and desolation. It will be a day of rot. Characterized with alarm and trumpet. Let's read 16 to 17 again. A day of the trumpet and alarm against defensed cities and against high towers. So you see that. Bring distress that they shall walk like blind men, as sinned against the Lord. And their blood shall be poured out as dust, mm -hmm. and their flesh as the dung. So these are the days whereby men. So a man, a believer that is not, that is not wise in this day will lose life. Are you with me? He says, and I will bring distress upon hello. Are you still with me? I'll bring distress upon men. Can you all hear me, please? Am I still talking? Yes, yes sir. We can hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Verse 17 says, I'll bring distress upon them, upon men, 
that they shall walk like blind men. Mm. I like that. Mm. This is very strong. So you see, these are the things that we need to watch out for. Minister Wesley. <laughs> you understand? To watch yes. out for distress. So man, you see this thing is, I'm seeing Romans 1. It's tied to Romans 1. Mm. Do you understand? So God said that because they did not retain God in their hearts, he will yeah. give to what? A reprobate mind. This reprobate mind here is blindness. Mm. Because they shall walk, but they will walk in that blind as blind men. It's not like they will not walk. But their walk, for every step they take, they will stumble. Mm. So this is not a day whereby I can I can I can I will not come for life class. Do you understand? This is not a day to teach things. Amen. Does Amen. it make sense? As these yeah. are not the days whereby you have to keep up because if you don't keep up with God, you can lose him hmm. in this day. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because the enemy is going to come out in full force. He said, because they have sinned against the Lord, and their blood shall be what? He said, shall be poured out as the dust. You see, this word dust is that it will be plenty. Dust is not countable. He yes, that you will lose life continuously. <laughs> Because blood is life, right? Yes, sir. So even the one that we have gathered, we must protect it. Is it making any sense? It says, and their flesh as the dung. You see that flesh as the dung is as poopoo. This is. So they will be passing out life, you know, on a regular. Verse 18. Let's wrap it up there. Verse 18. Neither, read for me, sir. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land. Before you go on, sorry, sorry to put At this point, no problem, sir. At this point, Wesley, this is that all that they have used for will not matter anymore. Yes. Because this is what man is living for, silver, gold. So in this day, okay, let's continue, but the whole land shall be what? But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his okay. jealousy. Okay. For he shall make even a speedy redance of all them that dwell in the land. Amen. Amen. Revelations 21 verse 8 says, But the fearful and yeah. unbelieving, unbelieving and the abominable Abominate. and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars all shall liars. have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So, 
you see this now, these people are moved. These are people that God gave up to Satan to blind. All of these things that you saw here, they are instruments for blinding the soul. Mm-hmm. You understand? So when the soul is fearful, that is a, a kind of blindness. So this is our soul has been blind. And said, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. You see where they are trying to call soul from? Unbelieving is a blindness. Abominable is another blindness. Modra. Because every movement takes you deeper into a place in Satan. Yes. Do you understand? Because so. Satan, all these things are Satan's substances. Or this is what makes Satan Satan. Satan is fearful. Satan is unbelieving. He's abominable. He's a murderer from the beginning. He's an homonger. He's a whore. He's a sorcerer. He's an idolater. He's a liar. And he fathers all these things. Mm. So how the blind man is to father men with these things. Do you understand? So that word blind is that they open his eyes to a life that is real. Mm. That, a life that is real and that is profitable using this light. So for every giving of the enemy is, a, is an awakening to the soul. You see that word awakening is a debt against God or mm. to God. Do you understand? So they yeah. awaken soul to blind soul. Do you understand? So they wake him up into another realm, into a fearful realm. This word fearful means that it's full of fear. Hmm. In every shade of it. Fearful here is not being afraid. This man naturally on earth will not be afraid because we have security. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Uh, but he doesn't believe in God. He's, he doesn't use God's light to, uh, to live. That's what I'm going to say. That fearful means that he has, he has 1,001 ways in which he can live without God. Hmm. And those ways have been assured in his soul. Do you understand that? Abominable, unbelieving. He says, he says Am I making any sense? They shall have their parts in yes. the lake which born it. So God doesn't need these people for anything anymore because they, they are finished. These mm. are dark men. These are not just dark men. These are sick darkness men. Wow. And any soul, any soul can get here. So if a man is saying that uh, sin is just sin, sin is not sin. Sin wants to get us to become a liar. You see that word liar? Liars. Liars here yeah, is that you lie on. You not stop you as every day of your friend will be lies. Hmm. Do you understand? So that's what it means. You are, you are, there is a wisdom that you have been kicked by. Yeah, you have been cooked by wisdom. It's a suffering that is everlasting. <laughs> mm. 
My daughter is enjoying my 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 thumbs. <laughs> so my dad is a London from clients. I hope you will learn to use them. You know, Amen. Amen. So they, they don't need them anymore because they've been cooked, they've been caked with wrong wisdom. You know, so so those are the those are the signs of the day of the Lord. So when we begin to see such men emerge, then we begin to know that the time is at hand. Mm. And then the other side is that we'll see men to emerge in God's everlastingness. So that's why you cannot say if if it's not just one thing that made a man of perdition, it's not going to be one thing. It's not going to be one awakening into everlasting life. Mm. Do you understand? You know, people argue some of these things. Oh, they, but when they are talking about the, the Satan's voice, they say they are fearful, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, womongers, sorcerers. But you, you just want to be one. How can you be one to combat all this fellow? Or to combat all these things, all the substances that Satan is bringing? It's not, it can't work. You know? So by next week, we'll just look at the reason for eternal judgment. And then we'll go from into some other things. Our attitude towards eternal judgment. Yeah, I hope you have been blessed. I, I think I, I so much emphasize more foundation. And I hope you were blessed today. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I want to stop now. It's like they just talked me in the spirit. Can we pray? Can we just spend some time to pray? You know, that, you know, the Bible talks about it so much that, you know, we heard that it's a day whereby there'll be sound, there'll be trumpet, yes. you know, against fences and idols. Oh. Oh, no. oh. When God begins to sound, as God is sounding already, because the Lord is already sounding, so that the mystery, you know, of his revelation will be finished, you know. I want us to pray for ourselves that we'll hear the sound, we'll so, hear, and then we'll dance, we'll, we'll, we'll be in tune with God's sound, with God's trumpet. In the name of Jesus, Atabarian Tabaka, Sosidia to remove every barrier, every entrance, everything that might want to stop us from yeah. forging, from forging in everlasting, in eternal. In the name of pray. Amen. Romans 2 verse 16 says, In that day when God shall judge the secret of man by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. I want us to pray that the Lord will help us all to measure up, you know, to measure up with the, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now I was talking about that gospel as the mystery of God, the mystery of the Father, and then the mystery of, of 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 Christ. I want us to pray that Lord will help us, you know, as a people, as individuals that will measure prayers in the name of Jesus, that every hindrance be taken away, every barrier be removed. In the name of Jesus, 
angelic help, angelic assistance, help from None of us will fall short. None of us will fall short. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Lastly, lastly, I want us to just pray this prayer faster. Now, the Lord in his mercy, you know, that, you know, that place where he talked about, you know, Maybe you can see that place again. I think Matthew 25, just to read it quickly, 41. Now we read now. Says I was an hunger. Matthew 25, 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, the path from me. Ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So for I... men were cursed. How were they cursed? How did they come to that place of being cursed? It was as a result of what? As a result of not giving. And these are children because they asked him, Lord, when? When? Hmm. Even though, even if they were ignorant, God says, the Bible says they were cursed. I want us to pray for ourselves that, you know, that that will feed our soul enough, well enough, that our soul will become blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, we will we'll pay attention to the feeding, to the work that God is doing within us, that we will become blessed and not by the cost anymore. Can we pray for ourselves lastly? Amen. In the Jesus, oh. that Jesus will raise us Jesus, our soul will be blessed. Jesus said, He said, Blessed are the poor. Say, Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the. So, meaning that there is a state that the soul gets to, it becomes blessed. That my soul will get there. My soul will get there. The name of Jesus. Into that region of God's blessing. Into everything that God called blessed. In the name of Jesus. He will show me mercy. He will show me mercy. He will show our household mercy. Oh, yeah. Amen. Can we just begin to thank Jesus tonight? Let's worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Can we thank him for the blessing of the teaching that's brought to us today? Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your blessing. The blessing of today. Thank you. Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen.